And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. I'm down to dunk. And I'm down to dunk. I'm down to dunk. This is J-Dub and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shea Gibbs Alexander and I'm down to dunk. This is Lindy Waters and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscala and I'm down to dunk. This is Jay Will and I'm down to dunk. This is Kenneth Williams and I'm down to dunk. This is Lou Dort and I'm down to dunk. We say this is Lou Dort and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> this is Lou Dort and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. We're part of the Athletic Podcast Network. With me, never, ever on Wednesdays is Michele Bear. Michele, what's up? Well, um, this week has been interesting. Um, <laughs> a lot of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of great topics. I mean, that's right. Uh, draft yeah. in the future or in the past. Yep. So that's that's awesome. So we're not reacting to anything that's happened over the weekend or Monday, Tuesday, because uh, this is being recorded on Saturday. So McKelly was gracious enough with his time to record on Saturday for me, so that we get you guys some content while I'm taking some time off. And I thought, how dare you taking time off in the middle of the season? What is this thing? <laughs> I was actually encouraged by my employer, which was just uh, a delight. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So they need to get me out of here, apparently. Uh, okay. Let's talk about this 2023 draft. This is mm-hmm. a, it's a very interesting one. I, I honestly cannot wait for the lottery and for the day of the draft, not only for Thunder purposes, but just because, boy, I have no clue what the order is going to be with these players. Even when we know the draft lottery order, I have no clue. After one and, like one and two is like, yeah, it's a given. But then after mm-hmm. that, like, are we sure that Amon Thompson's going three? Like, Are we sure Brandon Miller's going to go in the top five? Are we sure that... Jairus Walker is a top eight guy. Like I, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. So yeah. let's. Uh, I thought we could do a tankathon spin here, and then nice. talk about how we would order it. And then once we get to the, once we get to the Thunder, talk about who would be available and who we like in that range. So here we go. I'm simming the lottery. And, oh boy, there are so many fun outcomes that happen. This is not a fun outcome for Oklahoma City. They slide to 11 Yeah. in this draft. They're currently 10th. They slide down to 11, which means that a team has jumped them. And mm-hmm. the current draft order is number one pick is the Washington Wizards. Oh, the Wizards jumped also mine, but I have a better draft order than you have you have i have the spurs and the magic I have the second pick which is 
wow. amazing for them. Wow. Yeah, that is amazing for them. Yeah, this yeah. is not as amazing for the Magic. The Magic get the third pick in this one, and the Pelicans get the second pick by way Whoa. of the Los Angeles Lakers. And so okay. another big boon for the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. I think that it's safe to say that Wimby and Scoot will go number one and number two. Yeah. The Wizards, hey, I'll just say that that's save that saves their butts big time. The Wizards. Maybe. 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 Wow. You don't have the same confidence. Um I don't know. I mean it's now uh Wemby is looks not is looks um insane mm-hmm. talented. Mm-hmm. And um I kinda want to go back to the fact that Luca I mean I I always when I listen to every draft evaluator saying this is the best player since LeBron James, I, I really think that Luca is overlooked still. Yeah. Like he was leading the Euro he was winning the Euroleague by himself, yeah. which is yeah. incredible. When we will not do that. No. Like it's the Euroleague it's tough. Sometimes it's tougher than, than the NBA. Wimby went down uh, Wimby went down a notch. Yeah. To play he's this not, season, he's not playing real competition. He's playing Pokushevsky like competition. Yeah, like maybe not to that degree, but no, it's, it's the not. Second I don't. Think, yeah, I was gonna say I don't think it's that bad, but it's not far off. Yeah, it's not far off, and and I, I mean, Luca would have put off like 40, 15, and fifteen in oh. those leagues. I mean, Th- I, there's a reason why he didn't play in that league was because he had so yeah. far surpassed it years ago. Yeah, but it just exactly. didn't make any so sense to. Luca yeah. at 16 was yeah. playing in a Al ACB Spain. Yeah. yeah. 16. Yeah. So, I mean, when I when I hear this, I always think about Luca and say, yeah, okay, the maps are still screwing up a little bit <laughs> with him. Yeah. So, uh, and the, the maps are a better organization than the Wizards. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I, I don't think that that will automatically save them. Um, yeah. No, that's a good call. A, there is a there's a big chance that that when we alone will, will just destroy everyone and they will do the twin towers with Porzingis and he mm-hmm. will average 30 15 and, and with five blocks it, it it can happen i just need to see it and, and again the, the talent gap is something that we need to to have clear in our mind there is that game against uh, the g league um that was a great game game for Wemby. so mm-hmm. Um, but it's still the G League, not not the Euro League. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, allow me for a little bit of. I'm not saying that he will not be an All Star nor an All NBA. I, I I have trust that he will he will have the chance to be that multiple times. Um, but can he save the Wizards alone? I I don't know yet, that yet. Yeah, yeah, that will. It would be interesting. I, I mean, this is obviously a long shot. For the Zards and a long shot for the Pelicans now, um, mm-hmm. but they get Scoot Henderson, who's I mean they could definitely use a guy like him if I were to to pick give them a slot like that would be one of the slots I would give them, and I I think that that's he's not necessarily the best fit with Zion, but Zion is a question mark with his health, and so getting a a redo basically. And getting a guy like Scoot Henderson that, and hopefully Zion gets healthy, but, you know, it's hard to count on that. But you get a superstar in Scoot Henderson. It's, like, ridiculous. Now, yeah. 
Uh, Tankathon has the Magic taking Amon Thompson. Thoughts there? So let's analyze a bit uh, the needs of yeah. the Magic. They, they really need someone who can lessen the bird the burden of um on Paulo Banquero. Uh, mm-hmm. but they also need shooting so it's I mean Thompson doesn't fit both um yeah. needs for them so um, I mean it's if 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 you erase everything else that happened this season um I mean Brendan Miller there would be fun I mean, yeah. he spaced the floor. Uh, he will give another body who is nimble enough with his uh, feet and is agile enough where you can trust him to be an adequate defender. Um, and he will just space the court amazingly yep. well. Um, that 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 story um, is a huge burden, though. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I, I I can't judge it from here. I, I'm not. I'm not reading enough. Uh, I'm not closing. I'm not, I'm not following close enough. Um, so it's it's really tough. If you suppose that 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 Brandon Miller is out of the questions for non-basketball reasons, then I think that you have to bet on Amen Thompson talent because he is a specimen, and you you can think about it this way. I pick him, and I just construct the rest of the roster accordingly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is something that you. Um, you can do. He he can be a great defender. You have um, you have size at every position that way, and um, and it's not the bad way to to construct your roster. You can get shooting elsewhere. You can you can pick a guy like Grady Grady Dick later if you really need that. You you have Franz Wagner who is a piece that works perfectly well with them and Thompson. Totally. So you, you can juggle picks to to just find the right pieces to to do. To play with so i think i i would go amen thompson if today if if nothing gets cleared out on on brandon miller part uh, i would mm-hmm. just get amen thompson yeah i think so the rockets are next in this draft order i think the rockets would take brandon miller i don't think that they care about the off-court issues that he's having um and they just will take we're the- picturing the rockets as the, one of the worst organizations ever they are. Which they probably are. No, they, uh, in, they undoubtedly are. Um, yeah. And they're, they're just, I mean, their drafts have just been talent grabs, which may or may not work. It's not working so far. And if yeah. they don't get one of these top two picks in this, in this draft, it's going to be a huge, huge bummer for them. And, yeah. and also for OKC, I kind of want <laughs> them to be not terribly bad. Just a, just a smidge better. Yeah, they may be terribly bad if, especially if they don't get James Harden. They're, they're here's the thing: is that they've got a ton of money to spend this summer, and they're going to spend it. Promise you that. Yeah, they're going to bring in veterans that may or may not help them. Like that's going to happen. But yeah, of the remaining players, I think that Brandon Miller is probably going to be the guy. He's probably mm-hmm. the most talented. He's I mean, he's averaging the most points out of anybody else, you know, in this, unless unless they're going to take Chris Murray, they're not taking Chris Murray. So I, I think that undeniably it's Brandon Miller <clears throat> as far as talent goes, and I think that that's the way that the, the Rockets will go. Um, five with the Pistons, which would be a, a, a big, another big bummer for them. 
Um, yeah. They're picking at five here again. They The Tankathon has them taking Jairus Walker at five. Yeah, it's a terrible fit for them. Just a terrible they fit. Just they, have, they already have. They've got bigs. They, yeah. He would probably be their their most talented four-man. Um, but do you really want to, to put unless, your... I don't know. It's, unless you're a beef stew guy. No, I, I just I just am a guy that like I don't like to, they they seem heavy. Yeah. Like do don't you have that the same feeling? Like they don't have guys that then fly that can fly around and just hit shots and totally. They don't look like uh I don't know, um a team that can play modern basketball if if you put Jairus Walker there. I mean They I, wanna play big. They wanna play I big. I know. I know. That's Part they would probably get Jaros Walker. Yeah, um, he's big, no doubt. Yeah, I don't know. Um, if I were them, I, I would just look elsewhere. Uh, but there's, I mean, I we were told that this draft was amazing in terms of depth and talent. I'm not sure I like it all that much. It's amazing in that I think that there's a lot of role players through like 15 or 16 that you're like, oh yeah, I could see how they make it. But it's not crazy deep like, oh, my gosh, like these guys are going to change franchises. You know, somebody within this yeah. mix will. Somebody within this mix will do it. Who yeah. it is, I don't think anybody has any clue who it's going to be. Just like, like no one thought J-Dub would be the player that he is today. You know, no one had any clue. I mean, at this point in the year, last year, at the beginning of March, I mean, he was in the 20s. You yeah. know, people just didn't have any clue who he was going to. So there's going to be somebody that pops here. But I think you're right that there's not anybody within this group that you're just like, man, these are going to be franchise changers. Like, I don't think the Rockets, Pistons, Spurs, Hornets, who all fell in this draft, are necessarily all just going to be super pumped because they find, you know, the missing piece. They may, but it's just not as apparent. You know, yeah, this draft, I like this draft a lot, especially if the Thunder are picking in like the seven, eight, nine, ten 10 range, because I do think that it kind of flattens out because the talent, I'm not sure. Like, are we sure that Jairus Walker is that much more talented than Keontae George? Like, boy, the problem is they're so different. Yeah. And like, they are to, so different to judge the I'm differences is, I think is really, really tough. Keontae George can shoot it like crazy. Yeah, but he's small. Yeah, um, it's not it's not super duper small. Isaiah Joe is six four, so he's the same size as Isaiah Joe, and he can play a, a similar role with better playmaking skills. Yeah, totally. Um, so he's not the player that you can you can't see him making it in the league because mm -hmm. I mean, Isaiah Joe is making it in the league. Yeah, he, if he was up for a contract in in June, he would probably command like at least the MLE. At least, yeah, probably so. Being being this this kind of a shooter, um, so, um, but where we are uh, with the Pistons, uh, I don't know. I mean, if you like to play big, then pick Jairus Walker. I don't think that Osar Thompson is um, without. It, it's uh, it's a foregone conclusion here. I mean, it's yeah. he's probably in the mix. Um, yeah, he can. The problem the is ball. with the problem with them is that they don't play fast, and they want they play traditional bigs and 
that's the problem with taking the Thompson Twins. If you're not going to play fast, <clears throat> you're taking away their silver bullet. I know, um, but with Ivy and with Duran, um, if you have a guy like Oscar Thompson that can play both four positions, I think mm-hmm. um, maybe you can be, you can be a little bit more quicker. Yeah, um, maybe so. At least in getting in transition. So uh, it's I I don't like him with more. Um, I yeah. I like Riddick, but it's too early. Um, Nick Smith, I don't know. The first few games were I think very no, interesting. Not but the he's, assistance, yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of a high volume, low efficiency guy, which is not the kind of guy that you that you need. He 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 may be someone that in draft workouts he excels because he's better suited to play certain kind of basketball than than the one that, that he's playing right now. Um, but I don't know. So long story short, I think Jairus Walker is a fine pick here. Yeah. Um, if OKC was picking here, I would not pick him. Uh, I would probably draft someone else but uh for the business side i think it's it, it, at least he fits the mold of what they are building which i don't support but yeah hey <laughs> uh the spurs slid to sixth in this one tangathon has a star thompson going there i think that's fine i think nick smith would also be somebody that you would consider there they really yeah, need you... yeah go ahead don't you uh i mean i again i don't like him with more yeah. Um, I, I really don't. But he really is talented and young. And he is really a guy that can create. Yeah, I mean, they already have an undersized power forward that scores. But he's 6'7". And he can play like a wing, wing, not like wing forward. Yeah. No, I, like think, that. I think he's interesting. I think they still need like, somebody to stir the drink a little bit. And I would... I would probably swing at Keontae George at this point if I were them. Hmm. Okay. You know what that's, I mean? That's an okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I just wonder, you have a guy like Vassell who is like okay at playing with anybody who's handling the ball. But, yeah. So, I don't know. It's, it, it, again, it's swinging a little bit with Ken Whitmore saying, mm-hmm. okay, he can really create his own shot. He doesn't pass it at all. No, but maybe. Never. Yeah, never. That's 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 the issue. Uh, that's why I kind of don't love this draft. There are a lot of players that are. There's a lot um, of flawed players that. Yeah. But Cam is really talented, and I think somebody. I mean, if the Rockets fell further, I think that he's somebody that they would take. You know, yeah. I think that probably Charlotte would take him at seven. Mm-hmm. Um, there's he. He's explosive. He can really hoop. He's an interesting player. He's playing on a really, really bad Villanova team, which doesn't help his cause. Yeah, I I thought I would like him more before the season. You know, you think about oh six seven, like beefy, can score, He's can beefy, shoot, yeah. plays in transition. Like oh man, that'd be awesome to play next to to Chet. You know, and then you watch him play, and you're like, yeah, I know, yeah, that's not it. Yeah, that's not. He's not a Thunder player. You watch possession, say. Oh, why are you doing it? Oh no! Say, so, oh, okay, he scored. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not the guy. That's not the no. guy. Um, yeah, I would probably take Cam seventh for the Hornets, and mm-hmm. then the Pacers. The Hornets in 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 your spin, it's a disaster spin for so oh, many my franchises. 
Oh, Just, for I, all basically for all the bad franchises. Yeah. It's Can you imagine the Spurs? Like they they are tanking hard. They oh boy. Them, yeah. They stink. Um, yeah, I know they beat the Nuggets, but they stink. They're so bad. Yeah, they are so bad. And and you get and, and all you get is Jarris Walker or Nick Smith or Keonta George or Cam Whitmore. That's that is a disaster. Be, I mean, honestly, like the Thunder have been in this position, you know, where they tank and it was ugly and they get picked six. They got Josh Giddy. Giddy, giddy, giddy. It worked out for them. But yeah. the, the how deflated the fan base felt that night yeah. after the lottery was just like this. I mean, I remember sitting down and just saying, like, this is literally the worst possible outcome for this yeah. franchise right now. Yeah. And, and I and, and I remember I, I don't I don't know he he was the the guy who was podcasting why why I don't remember his name the great guy from Boston the one that I I'm missing so much in Vesenny's podcast why don't I'm not remembering the name of, oh Matt of Penny the guy. Matt Penny yeah Matt Penny great guy Matt Penny yeah who was in love with Franz Wagner I said oh I mean yeah. can you imagine the Thunder getting Franz Wagner oh I know now can you imagine the Thunder getting Franz Wagner. Yeah, it would have been <laughs> like, awesome. Giddy's great. Giddy's great. I, I think I would still Giddy take Giddy because he's. I think he's got still a little bit higher ceiling with his just he does. ball handling, passing stuff. But my point was, hey, after Giddy, there was another player. There's another one tanking for. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, and we didn't know it at the time. No, no, and that's no. why. And that's why with this draft too, like you, you gotta let stuff play out i do think that there's immense talent around but you have to figure out who it is i mean even back with that draft like no one knew who these i mean no one no one ever knows who these guys are going to be let's just be honest sorry no bless you um but like look at the how that draft order went i mean Cade one jalen green two jalen green's not going two again no evan mobley was three like Evan Mobley might go one if you do this whole thing again. Yeah. Scotty Barnes at four, which felt a little high, but that was the right thing to do. I mean, the Thunder felt. Would you pick him four? Huh? Would you pick him four today? If you have to redraft that? <sighs> I don't know. There's been issues with Scotty, definitely. Mm-hmm. Would you pick Giddy before him? I think the defensive upside of Scotty is still there so i probably would still go scotty for the thunder for the thunder if the thunder were picking four mm-hmm. hmm. create your redraft mm-hmm. for okc one two three four. Oh, number one evan mobley mm-hmm. number two Cade cunningham mm-hmm. number three Oh, Lord. Um, Do you remember when I we w- were thinking about um, drafting the, the guy from Gonzaga? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just that. I, I loved him. Jalen sucks. Mostly um, just because his name is Jalen. Like, at this point, if you just take a guy named Jalen, like, you're you're going to be doing pretty good. Uh, yeah. Not in this particular draft, though. Um, no. 
I would probably do have Scotty at three, Giddy at four. Wow. I know Giddy has had a better season than Scotty. I just the upside of a wing or a big that's like so versatile and I mean, imagine him and Chet next to one another defensively. Like mm-hmm. it would be monstrous. Monstrous. I yeah. I don't think that my top four would be like yours. I just think that Franz Wagner fits OKC so much. He does. That like he if does. you think about a unit with Shea, um J Dub, Franz Wagner, Chet Hongren, and whoever you want, even yeah. Dort. That yeah. unit would destroy True. everyone. True. So would destroy. you have would you have Mobley, Cunningham, Franz Giddy. Franz and Giddy, yeah. Yeah. Not 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 because I don't think that Giddy's upside is higher. Mm-hmm. But if I want to I think that that Wagner would actually maximize his talent and the others. Totally. It would be so easy. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going back and forth, but I would pick both Giddy and, and Wagner before Barnes because yeah. I think that his non shooting is so dangerous. Yeah. For OKC. Yeah. No, I hear you. Yeah. I still like his potential. I still hmm. think that he would function within what the Thunder do. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. 
See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Uh, Okay, back to this draft. So the, the rest of the picks before the Thunder, now we can talk Thunder and what we think they could or should do. So seven, Nick Smith to the Hornets. Eight, Cam Whitmore to the Pacers. Nine, Grady Dick to the Magic. And ten, Keontae George to the Blazers is how this would all hammer out, according to Mm tankathon.com. Now, the players that are available at 11, Anthony Black, Bryce Sensabaugh, Kaysen Wallace, Dariq Whitehead, Jed Howard, Chris Murray, uh, Rayon Rupert is available. Gigi Jackson, Taylor Hendricks, Maxwell Lewis, lots of different candidates here. Jalen Huchavino, another Jalen. It's not an ideal spot for the Thunder, but I still think there's a lot of talent available. Mm -hmm. Um, Your thoughts on if this, I mean, this could be a very reasonable outcome for the Thunder. Is it it reasonable for you that uh, that OKC would has the chance to go up two spots pretty easily in this draft? Uh, if Can we make it this way? If it's me, I I wouldn't spend the assets to do it because I like the guy that's I like the guys that are available. I know, and you <laughs> like one guy that is available. I do. And, and I'm you, just trying to hold myself. And back you put a him there. I I know, but let's. I didn't the, put him there. For, I didn't put him there. Tank for the sake put him of there. discussion, Andrew. For the sake of discussion, <laughs> let's make Keonta George, uh, Grady Dick, Cam Whitmore, okay, Anthony Black available because I think that well, Cam Whitmore is not a Thunder guy at all. Yeah, so he's just off the board. Keonta George, Grady Dick, yeah, Anthony Black. Yeah, these are the three guys that I think have the most talent around there. Yeah, um, I think that Keonta George fits OKC. A lot. Mm-hmm. Um, he he will just be um, someone that can really score, can pass the ball. He can drive to the rim. He's not. He doesn't have size. But a guy that takes seven shots from three per game, hitting not a great percentage because it's I think thirty five percent around that number. Uh, I don't have it in front of me now. I do, and it's thirty five, thirty four point nine. But he's shooting eighty percent from the line. Um, yeah. And it's crept so, up too because he started off pretty rough. Exactly, uh, he he was up the first five games and down, and then uh, he's coming back up. Yeah. Um, so I think there is an easy place for him to play to 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 play for the Thunder. Like yeah. he's just your guy off the bench that can handle a bit, space the court, hit the shots. Uh, being uh, an alternative to Isaiah Joe, you always need those guys. So um, super duper easy pick to make. Yeah. And I think that he he has some juice as um as an offensive player. Yeah. Less juice, but better shooting, great dick. I I know that he is in the mold of Kyle Corver, mm-hmm. um, Corey Kispert, mm-hmm. this young shooter 
with size, but literally nothing else. Um, yeah. Which is not true for any of those players, but right. the, the allure is the shooting. It's not that they cannot play basketball. They can move around, they can make a pass, they can rebound, they can fight. Um, but you know that when you see him play, he's not playing the way in which Mark wants uh, to play. He's not the drive first guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not the let's let's make a crazy good hockey pass uh, yeah. if I don't have the best possible no. uh, shot. He's it's it's not that guy. Fire away. Yeah. But if you have a six seven shooter, I mean, this team is I mean, will make him shine because he, he will hit, I don't know, thirty-eight percent of his shots. Well look at it how Isaiah game. Joe has shined, you know. Like it's not it's not hard yeah. to picture it. It's not hard to imagine a shooter functioning in this offense. You know? No. The 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 question is, does he have the upside? That's some that a guy like Anthony Black has, or Keontae George for that matter. I think that I think that the the guy with the highest upside here is Anthony Black because of the he can do all the other stuff. But also, I I, I kind of want to to stress this fact. I know that upside has more to do with other stuff that are not shooting, mm-hmm. but a shooter has upside in ways that others don't. Like Clay Thompson was not this super duper high level talent but oh. with his shooting i mean i remember when people was questioning if if clay could actually dribble the basketball like yeah. can he dribble the basketball twice yeah <laughs> like totally. can he and and he is a super duper all-star yeah and i'm not saying that Reddy dick is that guy but he is similar in size mm-hmm. and he will be the same kind of shooter not not maybe not, not maybe the same because clay is literally one of the best supernova uh, clutch shooters yeah. in the history of basketball i mean yeah. 11 of 13 that night i still have goosebumps um yeah. in the bad way so i i don't know i of the three i would probably rank them grady dick anthony black and then keonta george mm-hmm. um because again to me giving space to Shea is the number one priority among yeah. all. They all have, they already have four guys in their, in their potential starting unit that mm-hmm. can be elite ball handler and decision maker. Yeah. Just put a guy that can, that can hit the shot from everywhere in the court yeah. and you will be okay. You yeah. will actually be great if you have a guy with size that can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They will I, not pick him. They I will know. not pick him. <laughs> This is he's going to be your AJ Griffin of this year. Like book it. I like him more than AJ. Because I like, he's Oh, taller. I like him more than AJ too, but like I'm just saying like book book your AJ Griffin feelings for the draft for draft night and like just re put them on repeat, you know. Yeah. Because I I 80, do, 84% from from t- from the free throw line and 41.2% from three on six attempts. Yeah. That's Yeah. Come just, on, man. Just get it's your, easy. Get getting your feelings about it, because I I think they're going to take somebody who can do lots of things. And that's why like Anthony Black would be a candidate. I'm not saying they're going to take him. I have no insider knowledge about this, by the way. Like I don't want people to get the impression that I like have some kind of insight on this. I don't. I am just reading the tea leaves of what they've done in the past and who, the kind of players that they've picked. 
and he just checks so many boxes for them. I mean, size for position, check. He's six foot seven, two hundred pounds. Uh, is he a passer? Yes, absolutely, he is. Is he a guy that I think culturally fits the team? Everything that I've heard, yes. Um, he can play multiple positions. He can defend. He can do so many things. I mean, his game against Auburn was outstanding. He had 19 points, six boards, six assists, two steals in that game. Six of eight uh, from two. He didn't make a three, but he was he gets to the free throw line. That's like another thing that he does really, really well. And he, I mean, he was seven of nine from the free throw line in that game. Like getting mm-hmm. to the lines nine times, like shooting nine free throws is a pretty big deal in college. It's it's a lot harder to make that happen. And he's a guy that, that can do that. He's averaging five free throws a game in college, which is mm-hmm. a lot. Uh he takes threes. He's only making thirty one percent of them. Um he's shooting seventy percent from the free throw line. That's that's the big, big, big bummer yeah. for me. And it's the most stay away stat for me yeah, right and, now. And honestly, he may be stay away because of that. And I may be overrating him because of all the other stuff that I really like. Mm-hmm. Because I, like take Sohan for for instance. Obviously these guys are different players, but like I'm not confident the Thunder would have even taken Jeremy Sohan in the draft. Because of the shooting? Because of the shooting. And so Anthony Black might be a guy that they don't take because of the shooting. And but I really like his feel. I really like the yeah. way he plays. The shooting is definitely a giant question mark. And it may be a big enough question mark where they're like, yeah, we can't bring this guy in. So and then if that's the case, I don't know who they go with, you know, at at eleven here with Keontae and Grady Dick gone. Like then, like then the question is like then who, you know? Then he's Ryan Rupert. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what? That's probably what they do is they take Ryan Rupert at that. Yeah. At that or spot. They, is it? Is it? Do you think that they will punt this pick? I don't think just that's. Right. Im, I don't think that's an impossible. That's that's not something that I think is impossible. Is that they just say, yeah. you know what? This isn't it. At eleven, somebody yeah. give us yeah, yeah. two future picks, like way down the road, and we'll try again next year. Like I don't yeah. think that that's out of the question. Yeah, uh, that's um, that's something that that can actually happen. I'm not in love with this draft for KC, to be honest with you. There yeah. are players that will probably jump high, higher um, when it's all said and done. Uh, Endrix, Endrix is a guy that um, we will discuss on After Dark soon. I will discuss on After Dark soon. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I have yet to start watching him. There will be players that are right now in, in this 15 to 25 zone. And they will they will bump up. The, yeah. There is Derek uh, Whitehead um, from Duke. He is getting better mm-hmm. uh, by the day. Um, and he's a super duper, extremely young. He made 16 points in 19 minutes um, in his last game for Duke against Miami. Yeah. Um, so, and he's 
over the past few games, he's actually getting better. So um, there is a ton of players um, that are yet to to find themselves in this draft. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to shape up. I think no one has any clue what to do with a lot of these guys, <laughs> to be <laughs> honest. I think that you could have so many different draft orders, and a lot of it is waiting for the lottery. And then, you know, even then... I'm not sure that I could confidently make a mock draft that would resemble what the draft is going to be like at all. So it makes it exciting, certainly, to see how it all shapes up. So uh, thanks so much for listening to this episode. We will be back on Friday with the FryPod crew. I think L-Man is returning Friday. I think Jay will not be there Friday, but should be a wild one. So prepare for that. We will talk about the Thunder's week, how they performed, Uh, in these games, where they're at in the standings, all of that. So get ready for that show. Hope you guys have a great day. We will talk to you guys again on Friday.